This is the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast, the only sex podcast for seven and eight figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world and your host today. Welcome back, my loves. It's Tilly. And today we are talking about tips to get in the mood when you have all of the orgasms and you experience all of the pleasure and sex, but you have a really hard time saying yes to your partner's advances or being in the mood or really wanting to initiate sex in the first place. I've had so many clients and so many calls with people recently who this is their exact problem with their sexuality is that they have great experiences when they actually get to the point where they can have sex, but they really struggle getting to the point where they're yes for it. So what do you do when this is your issue? Well, first let's break this down. This is usually what I call the shadow side of the sensual erotic language. If you've heard me talk about the erotic languages before, awesome, then you have an idea. If you haven't, be sure to go download my five days to epic sex and pleasure podcast training. This is a free uh, private podcast that I have for those of you who are maybe new to listening to me, new to this podcast, and you want my five best episodes. If there were anything I could tell you, then this training is the synopsis of all 236 of these episodes. So go download, download that training. I'll have the link in the show notes right now. And you will find on day four is where I talk about and break down the erotic languages. So I'm not going to spend my time doing that here today. So if you haven't downloaded that and you don't know what I'm talking about, go download it now and be sure to listen to day four. So if you are a sensual erotic language, then I want you to think about this. Each erotic language has a shadow side to it. For the sexual, it's usually that sex is always about an end goal, that it's always about the orgasm, that there's very little in between uh, the definition of what you think sex is as a sexual is very limited and small. And often for the sensual, the sensual shadow is that they often have this conditioning around their pleasure that they have to put it last, that there's this people pleasing, this overgiving tendency this being a perfectionist tendency that puts them in the shadow of like, everything else is more important than my pleasure. Therefore, I don't think about it and I don't need to think about it. And the only way that I'm ever really going to have an awesome sex life at the same time is if I do put time and attention and actually think about it and remove my blocks to understanding that pleasure is a priority and it should be a priority in my life because when I'm in my pleasure, I thrive. And when I'm not, I don't thrive because I'm in struggle mode. I am in some sort of nervous system response of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And the fawn tendency is what I find that my sensual women who are the primary erotic language of the sensual, they tend to be in that shadow of the people pleasing overgiving fawn nervous system response. So how do you get yourself in the mood more often to say yes to your partner when they make an advance on you and you really do enjoy it when you do get there? Well, I have five tips for you today. <laughs> the first is probably something you've never heard me say on this podcast before, but if you want 
to get in the mood more and you are sensual and you find yourself in this sensual shadow, which this is so many of the women that I talk to and so many of my clients, then you have to think about sex more. How do you do that? Well, listen to some erotic podcasts. Okay. There are tons of them out there right now. Tons and tons and tons of them. For some women, this is all they need. This is all I need to actually start thinking about being a sexual woman again. Maybe you're a mom. Maybe you've gotten stuck in that mom mode. Maybe you just haven't made peace with how to be a mom and be a sexy woman too. Uh, maybe you're in some sort of transition where the kids just left the house and you're struggling, feeling like, oh, wait, now I have all this time for me. What do I do with it? How do I make the best of it? And you've kind of forgotten the sensual sexual side of you along the way. And the best advice I could give you is to actually think about sex more often. And you can do that by listening to erotic podcasts, listening to erotic stories, reading them if you prefer. But since you're listening to this podcast here, uh, chances are you're already a podcast listener and that's going to be really easy for you. So get some headphones listen to a little 10 minute, 15 minute episode a day. And it's going to begin to get those juices flowing to get you reconnected to you being a sensual sexual person again, and to just have you think about it more in general. So one of the, the hard things that I see with sensual women in that sensual shadow, when they are with a sexual partner is that they just don't think about sex and therefore they never initiate it. So that's why I say this is so important. You've got to put things in your environment to where you actually start thinking about it more. The second tip that I have for you is to create anchors in your environment that trigger you to think about sex every time you see it. What it could literally be anything, anything that is sensual or sexual to you, anything that you find absolutely beautiful and delicious and lovely to look at. Uh, it could be palm trees that look like phallic objects. It could be any sort of phallic object. It could be, uh, yoni looking objects like, uh, parts of the tree bark that look like a yoni or flower or literally anything. So I don't care what it is, but just anything that when you look at it, you know, oh, sex, oh, pleasure, oh, sensual time. And you create this anchor that triggers you to think about it more. So this is another way to trigger you thinking about sex more and making it more of a priority and your to-do list less of a priority. So the third tip that I have for you to get more in the mood when you have lots of pleasure and experience all of the orgasms already, but you just don't ever initiate sex because you never think about it is to get present and to stop letting your to-do list run your life. When your partner makes an advance on you with his touch, then what do you do? You stop and you get really, really, really present in all five senses with that touch. What do you see when he touches you? What do you feel in his touch? What sorts of sounds do you hear? What do you smell? What do you taste in that moment? This helps you break down that need to be focused on the to-do list and the next thing that you're trying to accomplish. And it gets you in the present moment where you're more likely to experience a spark of turn on and pleasure. So if your partner suggests, you know, some sort of erotic attention, or he makes 
or he maybe he sends you a text or he asks you about sex, having sex that night, then really just pay attention to his voice, the sound of his voice. Like let that be an opportunity for you to get really present and remember what really matters that your to-do list is always going to be there. It's never going to go away. So what is the point of being so hyper-focused on it? Because again, this is part of the sensual shadow is that there's always something else to do. There's always something else to do. It's like that perfectionism part of you comes out and you can't stop thinking of all the things you should be doing instead of thinking about pleasure or sex, because that stuff doesn't matter. That stuff isn't important when in reality, you know, in your brain that it is, and it should be, but you can't make peace with it. So getting really present when your partner does make an advance on you can give you the opportunity to drop all of that stuff, to check in with yourself and focus on who you are showing up as in that moment. Are you showing up as someone who is so hyper-focused on all of the things to do and getting them done that you can't let yourself enjoy being in the moment and, and enjoying yourself at all? So it's really about understanding that there's more to life than your freaking to-do list, that there's more to life than just getting all the shit done and making sure everything is perfect. So stop, get that out of the way, become super present with yourself and allow yourself to drop into a sensual moment and really make a connection with your partner when he does make an advance on you. So the fourth tip that I have for you, for those of you in that place of like, I love sex when I'm there, but getting there, it's such a freaking challenge. Okay. Create a toggle in your day that allows you to unwind and to relax. The sensual shadow needs some sort of transition to get to a place of turn on and sexual connection. This is so important. What do I mean by this transition or this toggle? I mean, something that triggers you at out getting out of work mode and into play mode. And this is something that I find 90% of my clients struggle with is I don't know when to turn this part of my brain off and to turn that part of my brain on because all of the things that have made you successful as a woman in your career and in your business are exactly the wiring and the conditioning that is going to keep you from having a great sex life. So if you want to be more a yes to your partner's advances on you, because when you do, and you do connect with them in that way, you really do enjoy it, then you've got to create some sort of end to the go, 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 do, do, do mode and a beginning to a play mode. And you can do that by creating a transition ritual for yourself. Examples, if you have a pretty steady routine, if you take kids to school or if you have a full-time job and you come home, uh, what is something that you can do to transition yourself from work mode into play mode? And if you don't have a transition, and if you're one of those people that you work constantly all day, every day, I can't help you. <laughs> you have to be willing. You absolutely have to be willing to drop that shit and to turn that part of your brain off. If you aren't willing to do that, there's no hope. I cannot help you. But if that is something that is a priority to you, then you can make it happen and you can make the time for it. What are examples of transition rituals? Well, one would be a hot bath. So when you come home from work or bringing kids home from school, you immediately 
grab a uh, a cup of tea, make a cup of tea or an ice matcha latte, which is my favorite, <laughs> whatever you want to do, but bring that to your bath, set up some candles, maybe bring uh, some incense in the bathroom, whatever makes it like a ritual to you to help you transition out of work mode into play mode. It could be going to the gym. It could be a workout. It, it doesn't have to be some sort of necessarily relaxing thing, although it could, but it just has to trigger to your body mind that, okay, we're done with this time of the day. And now we're moving into play fun and connection with my family and my partner. And turning that off is so important for a sensual. And if you're someone who's in that sensual shadow of, I have, everything has to be just right in order for me to get turned on, then this is the key to you creating more of what you want to be able to be more of a yes and to initiate more and to feel more like a, a sensual and sexual woman is this transition period. So it could be a breast massage after you get out of the tub, uh, using some coconut oil, maybe a drop of skin friendly essential oil that you've tested on yourself before. This is one of my favorite things to do and just making it a time to where you're done with work and you're ready for play. So freaking important. You've got to signal your brain to turn off that work mode and get into play. All right. The fifth and the final tip that I have for you is to consider this question. If you're having a really hard time and you've tried the transition ritual and it's still, you're still struggling with this, then I want you to consider this question. What is it that I don't want to feel right now? What is it that I do not want to feel right now when my partner makes an advance on me or suggest sex or connection? What is it that I do not want to feel? And when you give yourself a moment to check in with yourself and see what's really going on, what's usually going to pop up is some part of you that doesn't believe pleasure is important, that believes pleasure is something you only get to have after all of your to-dos are complete. So what's likely something you don't want to feel is a discomfort that arises when your predominant identity isn't in alignment with your empowered sex goddess identity. Now I know this is deep, but I want you to think of it this way. Who are you showing up as in that moment when you can't get yourself in the mood? Who are you showing up as? Are you showing up as the part of you that's so hyper-focused on work and to-dos and getting shit done and taking care of all the things and all the people pleasing? Or are you showing up as someone who is whole and complete and brings her sex goddess to the table no matter what part of the day she's in? Who brings that to her work, not in a weird, um, unclassy way, but in a super integrated and classy way. So who are you showing up as in these moments? Because you want to eventually give the power of choice to your empowered identity and not to the part of you that is keeping you from what you want. So right now you're living as a woman who is unconsciously operating as pleasure doesn't matter. It's not important. Yes, we can experience pleasure. Yes, we can have all of the orgasms, but since it's not important, we're not going to say yes to it. 
So right now you are unconsciously operating as that version of yourself. And that version of yourself isn't helping you get more of what you want. What you want is to be more of a yes, to feel more turned on, to be more easily turned on, to be able to get yourself to the point where you can meet your partner and uh, a connection with him. So how do you do that? Well, you begin to empower a different identity. The part of you that knows that pleasure is important, that knows that bringing your sensual and sexual side to the table is just as important as getting any to do done or, you know, taking care of everyone else. This is taking care of you. So it's eventually about rewiring your narrative about pleasure and sex in general. And since none of us got a positive narrative around that, or at least very, very, very few of us did, then we kind of all have that at some point or another. So really getting in touch with who's showing up right now and asking yourself that question, what is it that I don't want to feel right now? What is it that you don't want to feel is that discomfort that, or that fear that if you don't show up and do all the things and you might not be the perfect mom, or you might not be the perfect wife. And you know what? That's okay. You're not here to be perfect, but that you might let some to-dos fall through the cracks. God forbid, you know what? They're still going to be here in an hour after you've allowed yourself time for yourself and given yourself time to fill your own cup. So that's what I mean by consider that question. What is it I don't want to feel right now? And really check in with the part of you that is in resistance to you showing up in and as a sex goddess. My loves, that is exactly what we are here to do. The work that we are here to do and sex goddess five months to total freedom in the bedroom. And right now, until January 22nd, I have the Epic Sex New Year bonuses going on. So what do we do in Sex Goddess in the program in general? Well, it's five months of private coaching with me, where we meet every other week for an hour and a half, just you and I. And if you have a partner about halfway through, we bring in your partner and we work through in the very beginning, your own blocks and obstacles to pleasure. And really healing and integrating all the parts and pieces in the way of you having what you want and experiencing that level of turn on and connection that you want with your partner. And when you've created some breakthroughs for yourself, that's when things start to shift in your relationship. And that's when we bring your partner on board to integrate the change you're experiencing within yourself into your relationship. So then we have more of a couple's coaching sessions together, but we always start with you. Okay. And in addition to the uh, bi-weekly coaching with me, you also are going to be making your way through the sex goddess member library where you're doing your own JDEG embodiment practices and meditations. You have 10 lessons to make your way through over the five months of working together. And every two weeks you have a set of practices that you're to do on your own time. And doing these practices is very much a part of what makes coaching and what I offer different from therapy. I work with lots of therapists and other coaches, and they often understand the value of what I provide here, this embodiment work. So if that's something that you're interested in doing, um, I want you to head to the link in the show notes and apply for Sex Goddess 5 Months Total Freedom in the Bedroom. And if you sign on by January 22nd, you will get uh, the last of the Epic Sex New Year bonuses, which is the Epic Sex Date Night Blueprint. This one is all on how to create epic sex date nights with you and your partner. 
And uh, if you listened to two episodes ago, I believe it's 234, episode 234, um, I explain how to craft uh, three steps to crafting an epic sex date night. Well, I've already done all of that for you. So <laughs> if you don't want to do all the work, then I've already done all the work for you. And it's a done for you program that's worth thousands of dollars in and of itself. Um, it's a video and audio guided practices that I take you through on approximately a 45 minute date night. kind of depends on some of the practices, but you do a connection and communication practice to start. Then you do a sex practice and then you do a recap. So what are some of the sex practices? Well, they are amazing. So some of them are very tantric in nature. So if you've wanted to explore tantric sex with your partner, I'll lead and guide you through tantric rituals and practices to do together. Then there's uh, how to set up a bondage scene practice. So if that's something that you wanted to play and explore, then you can do that. And then there's uh, a whole uh, orgasmic touching practice to really show your partner how you can create more turn on and resensitize your vulva to even experience more pleasure and more orgasms. There's a whole section on how to do wild oral sex. There's a wild oral sex date night. So how to get into that wild primal state and really experience the, uh, having that experience of being ravaged and taken by your partner again. So there's some really exquisite date night experiences within that program alone that I'm offering as a bonus. You cannot buy that separately. It is only for my clients and it's only for the clients after I've done uh, the initial work with him. So I don't even want you guys to do this until after we've done some initial work to break through your blocks to pleasure and turn on and connection and, you know, how you're feeling in your sexuality first. And then that bonus is going to be there for you to support you to go even further and to take your learning even further, even after you're done working with me. So I'm super excited for those of you who have already taken me up on this. Uh, so yeah, if you're interested, go fill out uh, the application below. It's just a call. You're booking a call with me and you're answering a couple of questions before you get on a call with me and then we'll get on and we'll discuss if it's the right fit for you. All right, loves. Thanks so much for joining me today and we'll see you next week. Bye. Want to become an embodied sex goddess? Of course you do. Take the sex goddess quiz today and find out how. Click link in show notes or head to bit.ly forward slash sex goddess quiz to get started.